Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. I do think Bryce Harper made a mistake. Last night, but it's not the one that he's necessarily getting the most grief for. Welcome back. It's Ben and Woods, 7 o'clock, Tuesday morning here on 97.3 The Fan. Fantastic finish. I mean, absolutely incredible finish after the Braves go ahead in the bottom of the eighth inning on a two-run home run, capping their five-unanswered run comeback. Bryce Harper walks to lead off the inning. Then the Braves get an out, so there's one out, runner at first. Nick Castellanos at the plate. We've seen Nick Castellanos hit home runs in unusual situations yeah, before. That would, that would have been one. Yeah, <laughs> This would be another one for Nick Castellanos. And when he hit it, you've got, um, well, I mean, you watch enough baseball and television, Woods. You, you watch more than just about anyone. You get the sense. Not just, sometimes you can be deceived by the ball off the bat. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a home run. But the batter's reaction will often tell you. And you could tell from when he hit it. He had that pep in his step, like, all right, this is extra bases. Gapper, yeah. This is a gapper at least. The way I he gapper all the way. Gapper. The way he popped then, out of the box. When they changed the cameras, I go, Oh, that's gone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gone. Yeah. yeah. And and he hit it so well. He knew he knew he got it, and he knew it was going to a good portion of the ballpark that was going to be tough to make an out. So you saw that, and I, I'm sure Bryce Harper had the same thought as he saw it as well. I got to score from first base. Yes, I have to. There's no choice. So shall we play the calls first, yeah. and then we'll we'll discuss how it transpired. By so the we, way, as you listen to this call, yeah, please listen to how good Brian Anderson is on this call. If you're if you couldn't see. It's perfect. Like, he is a perfect announcer. They do uh, rate the radio call on Gwyn and Chris. This Should is like be 10. Number this one. is like a 10. Yeah. <laughs> he deals a 2-2. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps. And he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled up. The throw gets away. The throw to first. It's over. It's over. Austin Riley in a perfect spot. What a lesson for, if you're a coach out there uh, of any level, take that video, show your kids, 
Never, if you're standing around on a baseball field, you're doing it wrong. There's always somewhere you can be. And Shades Austin of Riley, Derek Jeter against the A's yeah. in 2000, wasn't it? Yeah. When you back up in just the right spot. And it just, boom. And the next thing you know, you get a huge, huge out in that scenario, and Austin Riley, Riley saves the game. Now, you know, Bryce Harper there, I saw I saw various things. Now, I, I always tend to lead, lean toward the side of, like, a big leaguer instead of, you know, Somebody else, even us or anybody. Like I'm gonna. Robert Stock tweeted last night. He goes, "I think that's a good. I think it's a calculated gamble." And I think, you know, many said, "Well, you got to go halfway, right?" So the old adage in baseball: on a fly ball, you go halfway. So that would mean Harper standing between first and second. He's kind of on the balls of his feet, looking, looking, looking. If that ball hits, he's there's no guarantee with Acuna there to back it up. That he scored. You'd have right. to get a lucky bounce. You, probably you really need a bad carom. Uh, but Acuna was right there too. So yeah. I'm not terribly mad at the decision. Well, Rob Thompson. It after wasn't the, stupid. It may be overly aggressive, right. but it wasn't. Rob stupid. Thompson after the game said, "Usually, you'll at least even on an aggressive, you won't make the turn past. You don't the make base. the turn. You stand maybe a so second you, base, so you don't have to retouch and go back yep. because that can the make retouch it, killed, killed that him. can make it a little bit harder. So there was that criticism there. I don't know though. Even so, so what's the difference between? If he had gone 88 feet, you know, yeah. as opposed to the 94 feet he went around the corner of the base, I don't know that he scores even from second there. If they get a good, if he gets a good yeah, yeah. carom, like you said, he may still have to stop at third. My criticism is if you believe that's going to fall in, just go for it. Just take the chance. I mean, if you're not going to get back, make sure you score at least. Because the if he had ended up at third, why risk it at all? Then you could have just stood between first and second, like you said, on the balls of your feet, and made it to third easily if they don't catch it. Don't, but if, your, what he 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 probably should have gone even further if he was really gambling. Oh, you might as well have so gone you, all in. You think ten? You think that he should have been doubled off standing on third? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. At that point, if you're going to gamble and you think it's not, if you think it's not going to be caught, you then better hundred percent sure you're going to score. It, you know, there's no reason to take a risk unless it's a hundred percent because I'm scoring that tying run. And I think he kind of went a, he went too far, obviously, off the base to be safe. But I don't know if he went far enough to be aggressive, and he put himself in a no man's well, land. He was far enough that if that ball drops, he's scoring. Now, if it takes a if yeah. it takes a carom, yeah, for sure. I think even if I'm not sure though, because he had stopped, he and he'd have to restart again. The stop and restart is what murders you, you know. If you keep the momentum going, but hey, listen, I, I loved their response after a reporter asked Nick Castellanos. You know, that's gotta that's gotta sting. And, and Castellanos goes, "Look, I mean, we're a team. When we you have it." I got uh, Bryce Harper. You got Harper, but Castellano says we're a team that when we get punched in the face, you know, we like it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be fine. We're gonna get you know use it and and learn from it. They they did their job. They got one. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. One on the they, road. they got the split. It, you never want to you know. It, I don't know that that's any solace for Philly fans today. It's like well. Actually, at the end of the day, we did. It's very Ben, very Ben, to come in here if we're in Philly and say, "Well, I mean, we did only need, we only needed one." Going to call into WIP. Be, we blew a four-run lead. Uh, no, but I, I think you know, yeah. If you want to look at it, glass half full. Certainly, you got your split, and now you're going back to Citizens Bank, which is going to be, it's going to be a madhouse. I can't even imagine how electric it's going to be. But you got to, you got to play well because the Braves. You don't want to give them any life, man. Riley starts seeing the ball. Acuna's still got to get going, but some of these other guys start seeing the ball. This is nasty. It's a nasty, nasty matchup. Yeah, I mean, he's, he made a good play. You know, I probably shouldn't have gone over second base. Um, 
but you know, made a decision, and you know, I'll live with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, and I think if you're, you know, if, if you're his teammates, you're not like, bro, what were you doing? Like, I think you're like, all right, this is this is he was Philly. trying to win the game. This is Phillies baseball. Like, that's how the Phillies play the game of baseball. Yeah. Don't don't that's change who you are. That's how Bryce Harper plays, plays the game. So. Um, but yeah, man, it was what a finish, what a catch! You got the Spanish call, Polly. I do. Let's uh, before you do that, let me throw out the number for Take on Woods because we need a contestant here in about two minutes. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Call now. I will play Woods in our musical trivia game. Qualify someone for a trip to Las Vegas, but you need to call in eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Always love the Spanish language calls. Game finale last night in Atlanta. Lanzamiento home, batazo, peligroso, al central, para atrás, para atrás, para atrás, para atrás, para atrás. Michael Harris captura. Van a agarrar fuera de base a Bryce Harper. Tiro para la primera. Se acabó el juego. Se acabó el encuentro. Doble play. Bravos gana. Bravos vence a los Phillies de Filadelfia. Cinco carreras a cuatro. I heard peligroso, danger. Oh, is that what that means? Uh, when he, uh, yeah, when he hit the ball into the gap. Para like, atrás, oh. para atrás, para atrás, para atrás, para atrás. Michael Let's Harris, get, captura! Let's get you going back, going back, going back. And then makes the catch, and then you hear Bryce Harper. And you Van hear... a agarrar fuera de base a uh, Bryce Harper. <laughs> Phenomenal. But, yeah. I heard do- double play. Se acabó el juego! Se acabó el encuentro! Double play! <laughs> really, really nice play again by Austin Riley. Coaches, take that video, show it to your kids. Never be standing in your position on a baseball field. There's just no because he probably started going to third yeah. on the chance that there was a play at the base, yep. and then he had to run up towards like where the shortstop usually is. Pick it. Just happened to be there. Make the throw. Position. Olsen's reaction oh was God. good. It was just otherworldly. <laughs> the, 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 the other part for Bryce Harper in his defense is if he. If he's more careful and he gets back, the situation is two outs, two outs runner, runner on, not in scoring position at first. first base. Yeah. Now, yeah, you're still alive, and that's better than being dead and the game over, but you're not in a great spot. No. It's not like, oh, well, you had the game one and you gave it away. Uh-uh. Yeah. Even under the, the best of circumstances, you're now, you're now facing one out, and you've got a guy all the way at first base, and you're down a run. So... That's that's why an aggressive play there does make some sense. You're it's, not it's you're hard. not giving up you're not giving up a runner at third. You're not giving up two runners in scoring position. You're the only guy out there, and you're a, you're three bases away from scoring at that point, and you'd be down to your last out. Making of outs, the game. making outs on the base path on the base paths in April is tough. In in June, it's tough. In October, it's magnified, and it just sucks. And you know, but again, this wasn't like. All right, you're standing on second, base hit, you're scoring right. easily. Right, I think that's my point there. And you're going to steal third right. because you're being way too aggressive. Right. That's yeah. a dumb so move. We do, we do that a lot. We here. did that a lot this we year. stole a lot of, tried to steal a lot of third base with less than, less than like, two man, outs. Man, Harper's trying to win that game. I think that's the only way he scores from first. Well, he just ran through a stop sign in the last series. He doesn't like he's going to play hard and aggressive. It's Bryce Harper. That's but what, I, like, that's what that's he the does. only way he scores. I think is being that aggressive. Dude just made a hell of a, a bunch, catch. A bunch of a bunch of good plays got him and move on. If you're Philly, when's the next game tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So today we have so we the got the AL two games. American League games today. Uh, hey, call them, dude. These are. 
These are hard for me. So first up is 107. You've got the Twins and the Astros in Minnesota. Christian Javier for the Astros. Sonny Gray for the Twins. And then the 5 o'clock game, 5.03 p.m., is Orioles at Rangers. Dean Kramer against Nathan Evaldi. Uh, And, of course, the Rangers going for the sweep in that series. Up two games to none back on their home diamond. In, insane. Nate Valdi going to be pumping, pumping Chad. Dean Kramer uh, was the Manny Machado guy. That was the the trade. That's the guy the Dodgers sent over for Manny Machado. So see how that goes. Um, he's a pretty tough dude. He's a pretty tough. I cannot, I cannot I handicap got, these games. He's got family in Israel, so yeah. they're talking about how you know he's been worried about it, got an eye on that, but going to be focused on the game tonight. So that'll be a story, obviously, on the broadcast, I'm sure. Can't wait, man. Can't wait for these games today. All right, go away. It's time to play a little Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 Uh, You can always count on Steve to try to get in sometime early in the month. Uh, We just had a five for five yesterday by both contestant and Woods. Can we do it two days in a row? I like my chances with Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you? No pressure, but uh, yeah, well, let's get you no into pressure. the drawing for the month uh, here. We've got the giveaway, uh, two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, tickets to Frankie Valley, and the Four Seasons, uh, a must-see for fans of classic rock and roll. Tickets and VIP packages are available at Ticketmaster.com, Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, featuring those newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations. All right, here are your categories, Steve. We've got Your Time is at the End. Five song titles uh, ending with the word time. Getting your Z's, bands and artists with uh, one of their names beginning with the letter Z. And we've got now wins before the 80s. Yesterday we did wins of the 80s. This is uh, five more song titles that include the word wind. This time they're a little older, though. So your time is at the end. Getting your Z's or wins before the 80s, Steve. Well, you know, your 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 selection of of song titles really doesn't make it a whole lot easier on me. Here. <laughs> um, what what was that first one? Uh, your time is at the end. Song titles that end with the word time. Eesh. <laughs> uh, how, how's about that third one? Uh, wins you, before uh, the eighties. Those are songs from uh, before nineteen eighty that include the word wind in the title. Yeah, let's give that a shot. All right, back-to-back days. Uh, Again, we've got five song titles. They include the word wind. We'll give you uh, the two-second song first. You need to give me the title and the artist to score the point. Four more questions after that. Pass if you don't know it. Let's put 60 seconds on the clock, Steve. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. The category wins before the 80s. Good luck. Let's take on Woods. John, uh, the answer is Winter. Not yeah. quite. Uh, mortality and the inevitability of death of the somber themes of which 1978 hit by Kansas, their only song to reach the top ten. Dust in the Wind? Correct. Everyone knows this one. Who's tripping down the streets of the city in a 1967 classic by the Association? Wendy. Correct. Peter, Paul, and Mary released a more successful version of which Hall of Fame Bob Dylan song just three weeks after Dylan released his own version? 
Blowing in the Wind. Correct. Blowing in the Wind. Correct. Jimi Hendrix wrote which classic after an argument about lumpy mashed potatoes with his girlfriend Kathy, although he uses her middle name. Quickly. Pass. Pass. Uh, back. Pass. Yeah, that's it. That's the last one. Though. So we have three out of the five. Uh, the one, the, the Jimi Hendrix one, is called The Wind Cries Mary. That's the tough one, I think. Uh, Candle in the Wind, though. not blow- Candle in the Wind by Elton John was the one you missed. And I don't know. That might be the difference. You got Dust in the Wind, Windy, and Blowing in the Wind. Hang on the line, Steve. Let's bring in Woodsy for his five. All right. Steve's score is locked in. Steve v. Steve. Steve v. Steve. Woods was perfect yesterday. See how he does today. Let's reset our 60 seconds in our song. Woods, your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Steve. Candle in the Wind by Elton John. Correct. Mortality and the inevitability of death are the somber themes of which 1978 hit by Kansas and their only song to reach the top ten. Dust in the Wind. Correct. Everyone knows this one. Who's tripping down the streets of the city in a 1970-67 classic by the Association? Uh, pass. Peter, Paul, and Mary released a more successful version of which Hall of Fame Bob Dylan song just three weeks after... Blowing in the wind. Correct. Jimi Hendrix wrote which classic after an argument about lumpy mashed potatoes with his girlfriend Kathy, although he uses her middle name. And the uh, the wind cries Mary. Correct. Everyone knows this one. Who's tripping down the streets of the city in a 1967 classic by the Association? Break wind. Oh, come on. You don't know that one? The wind... I can't believe. Is this more Everyone wind? Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows the wind. You got four. You got the wind. That's why I I, I tried to give it to you there at the end, man. What is it? Who's tripping down the streets of the city, smiling at everybody uh, uh, she uh, uh, sees. Uh, what's the name of it? Oh. Everyone knows it's windy. 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 I don't know that one. You don't know that song? How can you not know that I, song? Polly, you I, know that song, right? No. I don't know the name. Windy. The association are like 50 years old. They are old, but everyone knows that song. I thought everyone knows that song. Hmm. Everyone knows it's windy. Okay. All right, you got the windmill 43. Everyone circle that's fair. knows that one. Yeah, that's fair. I can't, I mean, this blows my mind. Okay. I know it's old, but that means it's been playing on the radio for, <laughs> for the last years. 50 years. <laughs> You've heard probably. it for, for, you're alive for 48 years. It's, it's been true. on the radio every <laughs> Every day of your life, you've probably been on the... She got it. Yeah, you absolutely got it. Jeter in the chat says, Ben, relax. No, we don't. Yeah, just chill out. You didn't write it. I didn't write it, but sometimes I'm really stunned. It's like my wife gets mad at me sometimes when I don't like something. I'm like, well, you didn't cook it. Like, don't be mad at me because I don't... You're not... You don't work at CPK. Like, I just don't happen to like this dish that I ordered. Relax. We got Don't Do This coming up next. I have... A golf story that made my stomach turn inside out oh, when I, I read lo- it. I love these. Oh, my God. It was uh, like so painful to even just read about. Perfect. Uh, we got that coming up next. We'll be back after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Wood says he knows this song, though. Thank you. Yep.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Baseball fans, for behind-the-scenes coverage of the 2023 MLB postseason, check out Baseball Isn't Boring. Host Rob Bradford brings you the biggest news from around the league each day. All the baseball isn't boring on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, don't do this. I will get us started today with the tragic tale. Corn Ferry Tour golfer Shad Tootin. So on the Corn Ferry Tour, it's like the um, it's the tour right below T-U-T-E-N. Idiots. It's the tour right below the PGA Tour. And the goal every year, above all else, yeah, you're trying to win tournaments, you know, shoot as low as you can, make a little money. But... The ultimate goal is to finish in the top 30 at the end of the year because that earns you a PGA Tour card for next year. Below the top 30, you're back on the Corn Ferry Tour the next year. So Shad Tootin was right on the cutoff line. Came into the PGA, the the Corn Ferry Tour Championship, the final tournament, where it's going to determine all the PGA Tour cards at uh, 28th in points. Made a bogey on the last hole, but... Ended up finishing number 30 in points. Dream come true. Dream of a lifetime. 31 years old, finally, was going to go to the PGA Tour. Except, once he got to the scoring area, saw this. he got notified by a rules official that there was a question about something that had happened on the 15th hole, par 5. So it had been a wet week at the tournament in Indiana, I believe, and they were playing under local lift clean in place rules during the tournament which if you're in the fairway means you can pick your ball up clean it and put it back down and play it from there so he had been in the rough 
And then he knocked his second shot, just laid it up, about 100 yards out in the middle of the fairway. It's got a fine line. He's, there's no problem. But he's got some mud on the ball. So he picks it up, cleans it, puts it back down. And when he puts it back down, the ball moves just a hair. Yeah. All right. He sees it. That's fine. So he tries to put it back as the rules state. Moves again. He thinks, okay, well, I tried. It's now in its spot. I just have to play it from there. Remember, he's, this isn't like a five-foot putt. He's in the middle of the fairways, 100 yards away. It makes no difference at all whether the ball is one inch to the left or right. It's the same shot, so nothing, nothing different. Goes on, finishes the hole, finishes his round. But they go in and they say, you were supposed to try to put it back twice, and you only tried to put it back once. And because you didn't make that second attempt... We have to assess a two-stroke penalty. And that two-stroke penalty dropped him from 30th to 31st in points. Talking about an inch, man. And Yeah, we're talking about an inch. And we're talking about his dream of a lifetime destroyed by that ruling. Brutal. Which, I get it. I mean, I'm a golfer, and it's about you've got to follow the rules. You've got to penalize yourself, but... That is it. That is an absolute nothing. He really, I mean, it's not even a real rule of golf. Lift clean in place isn't in the rules. It's just a local because of the wetness so they could play. And he did almost all of it right. He just didn't do the second. I mean, rarely does the ball move once you put it back down, but it was just slippery and it moved. So he tried to put it back. Didn't work. Left it there. He needed to try a second time. Could have called a rules official. Yeah, I mean, you know. When in doubt. When in doubt, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he could have done things differently, but... For something so tiny and so inconsequential seeming to like change the trajectory of this guy's life over it's that. Incredible, man. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's tough. Golf needs to take a look at some of the things that happen out there. I think if you land if you hit a ball, stripe a ball down the middle and it lands in a divot, you should be able to place it next to the divot. There's no there's no reason you should pl- have to play no. out of a divot in a in on a fairway. None. Now, there's a guy named Rafa Campos who was 31st. Man, why and can't we just... Now 30th that is going to the PGA Tour. I don't know how great he feels about it, but probably... Probably pretty good. Probably okay. Like They changed the rule of if you weren't actually trying to swing and you accidentally touched the ball, yeah. it doesn't count anymore. Correct. Because that's stupid. That's a dumb Clearly, rule. Clearly, you are not trying to hit the ball. Yeah. They changed that. If you hit... if you Again, this is the one that drives me the nuttiest, is if you stripe a ball 320 yards down the fairway and it rolls down the fairway and it lands in a divot, you now have to play from that divot. Even though you put it in the middle of the fairway. Right yeah, the of the fairway. I, I agree with that. Just I think take I think it, place it right change next to it. If you're, in a, if you're in the fairway and you're in a divot, you should be able to move it six inches anyway. Yeah, either just, way. Just to put it on a good lie. 100%. Because you shouldn't be penalized for, for a good shot. For hitting a great shot. shot. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I, so, I agree with that. so stupid. I'll, I agree with that. I'll go quick. This is a pales in comparison to what, what happened that to that guy, but I thought it was pretty funny, actually. Travis Etienne had a really, really good game against the Bills and knocked me out of uh, Survivor Pool for the second time. But uh, Etienne... Monster, monster day. 136 rushing yards, 48 through the air, and two rushing touchdowns for the win, earning 37.4 points in a fantasy league, which he was playing against himself. <laughs> so he, he so he's up. got two teams, and he was playing against himself in the fantasy league. No, he his opponent his had opponent had him, him on the yeah, team. Yeah, Travis Etienne, and he's like, I'm kicking ass today. So for him, and he's he ended up beating himself beat in himself fantasy football. In fantasy football, don't, with himself. Don't you from the first round if you're if <laughs> you, you're a, if you're an NFL player? I think so. In a, I, but, a scoring position, at least. What if That's he's in the rules? What if he's the ninth pick in the draft and somebody grabs him? That's I mean, true. You know, it, but I didn't know they were allowed to play football. But they said uh, they are allowed to partake in fantasy football as long as the potential earnings don't exceed two hundred and fifty dollars. So you learn something new every day. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's no high stakes bets behind on the scenes. Yeah, right. Fantasy football between these millionaire athletes. I mean, if it's a two hundred fifty dollar pot, it's not like he's going to be like, I need to just cough this one up right. here. I mean, that's the NFL. <laughs> I'm, play, I'm I mean, playing too well. I mean, it's even third if down they're brought are, to you by DraftKings, even if they're up thirty, by... the scoring another touchdown for your next contract is worth way more. than yeah, no doubt. Anything you can win in fantasy football, no question about it. All right, finally, a little doo-doo this. Basketball Ben making an appearance. Uh, Saw the highlights last night. Actually, turn on the game for a minute. The San Antonio Spurs-Oklahoma City Thunder preseason opener featuring one Victor Wembanyama. And I'll have to admit, I thought this is probably some overhype going on. He looked really, really good. Scored 20 points in 19 minutes, but he did it all (laughs) different ways. Paulie and I both saw one play where he did like a... A Jordan up and under around move on a drive. Uh, he had block shot. He had a dunk on a breakaway. He made a couple of three pointers. Uh, one of the guys I follow who covers the NBA. These guys are chasing Wembenyama around screens. What are they going to do if they get there? Get out a step ladder to He's try so to block huge. his shot. He's seven four. He's taller than shooting Shaq, and he plays like Steph Curry. <laughs> Stupid. Dude. It was shoot, pretty he can fun dribble, to watch. He can drive. It's it's. I mean. Like, Giannis is a freak. Yeah. This is unlike anything I've ever seen. That's amazing. He's, uh, for his first preseason game, he he showed (laughs) quite, quite well. And I would imagine that uh, San Antonio fans are going to be very excited to think this guy could be, you know, the next guy they have for 20 years (laughs) on their roster. Like the Admiral. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Four championships coming. Here it comes again. The next San Antonio Spurs era is probably just a couple years away. Beautiful. That's Don't and Do Do This for a Tuesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. So Woods came in this morning all hot and bothered by something he saw written about uh, our San Diego Padres. Something positive yes. that he saw written about <laughs> our San Diego me, Padres. Man? We'll explain God. what it is when we come back here with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world, screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, guess I'm Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Our colleague, Tony Gwynn Jr., at Petco Park yesterday at Gallagher Square. Saw that, too. As the team uh, broke ground, did the whole golden shovel groundbreaking ceremony on the remodel, the redo of Gallagher Square, uh, which will include, let's see, they have a... I loved the renderings for this. They have a new yeah, fenced-in, off-leash dog park. Remember, it's not just for games. It's also a park for downtown. For you know, when there's not games, when the Padres yep. are on the road, a place where if you live downtown, you have a dog, you'll be able to take your dog and off the leash. Um, they're expanding play area for the kids. I More saw the, play the, areas. the lawn looked tiered with like a concrete bench better seating. viewing for the game for the screens for concerts out there they have the pedestrian bridge and they're moving the tony Gwynn statue and elevating it up a little bit i i really liked it and it was something that i think everybody can experience whereas when you know the padres announced like hey we've knocked out this room and we've opened it up as a new suite like i'm like okay cool doesn't really do anything for me but this is something that everybody can enjoy and i, I really liked what i saw yeah i watched the playoff game from out there it was electric it was fun <laughs> but you're watching a big screen it's hard to see um it was hard to see actually unless you had a, a pretty good spot but no it's great 20 million bucks um they're going to be spending on that down there look you know you got to i think they've learned the the lesson over the last few years if you spend money You'll make money. Um, this is another one of those kind of hedging their bets, though. You know, bit of a gamble, I think. But it was fine for me, but you can always improve. Um, I think it's going to look great when it's done. But, yeah, the Tony Gwynn and Trevor, they're going to be right next to each other. They're going right? to be facing each facing other. Each like other. Yeah, oh, Trevor so will be sick. pitching to Tony, yeah. who is hitting, and they're creating a Tony Gwynn Terrace and picnic area as well. Uh, Tony Gwynn was talking about that yesterday after the ceremony. They sent some video and uh, some sound bites that I used I liked, last night in my show. I liked his hard hat very much. Very nice. The San Diego Padres hard hat. I'd like to get one of those. I don't know. Probably what... hasn't done a lot of hard hat work actually in his life. I know I haven't. No, you definitely. Have you ever worked on a construction site? I have. You have? Yeah. Sucked. What did you do? Uh, well, I did cleanup <laughs> and then I learned how to cut floor tile nice. and install floor tile and it was. It was excruciating, and I have. But now you can install all your own floor tiles at home. No, oh no, you I can't. can't. I, I was really good at cutting them, uh, at cutting the tile. That is hard ass. Hard ass work. I helped. A, I helped a guy build a house. Yeah. I helped a, his team. I have the most respect. hung drywall. Yeah, tiled. the most respect for those guys. The most, like the guys that can get in and say, "Yeah, I got these plans here, and let me cut this and get this, and these are the materials we need." And I'm looking at it going. I don't see it. <laughs> it's not. I don't see it. I've got two buddies up in Washington. They're not like contractors by nature. They work at Amazon, but they're handy enough. Where like, guy bought his house and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna blow out that wall yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna completely new redo this room." And I'm like, "By yourself? Really? Yeah, just do it. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's really, really. You've never done anything like that. No. Have you ever never. held a sledgehammer? Mm, maybe held one. <laughs> well, 
Does it, count, the f- does it count the fair? Not the at one the fair. You try to get the, and I get it up to like 20 no. and out What's of the most no. manual labor you have done? Manual labor. Yeah. Your parents didn't make you cut the grass because of your allergies. <laughs> and so what kind of, I was, we were, I picked up Bo from school yesterday and we got out of the car and he looked in our yard and there's leaves all over the lawn. And he goes, God, daddy, look at all those leaves. I go, you know what? I go, when I was your age, and I was older, I was 10, 11, 12, not five. I was like, when I was your age, my dad used to make me go out there and rake those leaves. I go, I hated it so much, son, that I promised myself I would never make you rake leaves. And I said, you're, you will have to do, like, the worst thing you can do. I don't even think we have a rake at this point. I, w- I won't do it. I had to rake leaves, so many leaves growing up as a kid. Um, that I hate it. I hate it to this day. There's nothing satisfying. You know, some people are like, oh, I love to mow my lawn and get it satisfied. We had so much property at one point that I was like, this is a five-hour endeavor on a Saturday. I'd rather be playing Nintendo, you know? But so for you, the most manual-type labor. That's a tough one. I mean, I really avoided manual labor for my whole life. I see that. I, I, I mean, I... What were your chores growing up? Didn't really have a ton of chores. <laughs> Make sure the butler had his keys. He's like Ricky Schroeder at Silver Spoons. What in the world? No chores? No, like... I mean, not like, you know, I just keep my room clean and things like that. Keep my area, you know, tidy and stuff. But in terms you didn't of, have like, to do, like, garbage, dishes, and, dishes or... No, not toilets. really. Toilets. I had to do, I had no, bathroom you had to do duty. Toilets? I had bathroom wow. duty. Yeah, it was really fun. Nothing. I do all of those now at home. <laughs> You're getting your payback now. Oh, yeah. I, I do kitchen, all of them now. I was but... in charge of the pets. No chores. But I guess if you're a good kid, I had to do chores because I was a bad kid. I was kid. a very good kid. Though. If I was, was a better yeah. kid, I probably had would have had to do fewer was chores. A very good kid who never got into trouble, got straight A's. Did, was straight, not A's really, like, straight A's will buy you some leeway, not too. not really, you know, I, no one needed to keep me in line. Did you guys have allowance. Did not really have an allowance. I, we had allowance. I, I, had part we had time, I did part-time jobs, and I, I made money. That's true. You've always yeah. been a worker. Yeah. That's the thing. Your work ethic's never been yeah. a problem. WK says Ben had to clean his golf clubs before bed. <laughs> <laughs> WK, the guy at the club cleans the, uh, his, yeah. his clubs. What are you talking about? I just had to remember guys leave a tip. Uh, no, no. Uh, listen, and that's the knock. You know, the knock on Ben. He's never done any manual labor. The dude's worked insane, like insanely since you were 15 years old. Right. So it's still work. I know it doesn't sound like work a lot, but this is still work, and it's it's mentally taxing. I don't have to lift heavy things. Though, but if you had nice. to go out this morning to a construction site oh, for no. twelve hours, I mean, it's <laughs> just like, whew, man. Not much respect for people who do. Hundred percent. I only did it for a very short time to earn some extra cash, help out a buddy. You know, it's a, a, I did like one project. <laughs> yeah, I did one project. I was like, wow, I need to get a new radio job because <laughs> <laughs> this is really easy compared to that. So uh, shout out to all you guys. One other note from the Padres groundbreaking. Uh, the other thing they're doing is installing, and I don't know how this works, but they call it state-of-the-art sound mitigation. So I guess the neighbors around Gallagher Square have been complaining during concerts that it's just too loud and, you know, it's 9 o'clock and they're blasting music and they're trying to make it so it doesn't, leave the sound doesn't leave quite as loudly from gallagher square i have no idea how that works i don't either they say that they can kind of mitigate the sound a bit the best way to mitigate is to to move i think is the the right if you're living downtown you're gonna get around a stadium you figure 
There's games. There's probably a lot of noise. Now, and you're just going to have to live with that. Been there 20 years. Yeah. So now the concerts are some more more of a new thing out at Gallagher Square. Yeah. And they're loud. There's some loud ones. Yeah, Def- for sure. Dia de los Deftones is loud. It's loud. Very loud. But again, you did make the choice to live next to a stadium. Right. It's hard. I feel. I feel not a ton of sympathy. Toward your plight, it would drive me crazy. There's I mean, no I doubt think about there it. should be a time limit, like 11 p.m. Sure. or something. You can't. You should shouldn't be like 2 a.m. blasting concert noise for sure. But I don't think they do. I and think no, there is no a, overnight raves yeah. at right. Gallagher Square. Yeah, no, no kidding. Right, I want to get to this uh, article that that Woods actually was like mad about, even though I am he was complimenting the Padres. We'll we'll talk about it right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So what was the title of uh, of this piece, and where did you see it? I saw it in the Athletic. The Athletic, shockingly reputable, enough. reputable. Ranking the 18 Major League Baseball teams that didn't make the playoffs. Who is best positioned for 2024? Now, this is from, from Jim Bowden. So. All right, so we're eliminating all the playoff teams. Correct. That's a big, that's a big caveat to start this, this article. Yeah, there are 18 teams that didn't make the Major League Baseball postseason. So while we all enjoy October baseball, I thought I'd power rank the non-playoff teams based on who is best positioned to contend in 2024. Much will change between now and next spring, but here's where these clubs stand and how quickly I think they can turn things around. Number one with a bullet on the list is the San Diego Padres. And I was a bit surprised. I was a bit surprised, to say the least. Uh, Here's here's his write-up about the Padres. Ready? Padres were the best team in baseball that didn't make the postseason. They finished second in the NL in Team ERA and sixth in runs scored. They had the front runner for the Cy Young, the front runner for the Trevor Hoffman Award. Juan Soto and Manny Machado both hit 30 or more home runs, while Tatis blasted 25 and stole 29 bags. Hassan Kim had his best season, hitting 17 homers and stealing 38 bags. All of this is true. The Padres will likely have to do significant cost cutting, which would make it difficult to retain several of their free agents, including Hader and Snell, two guys that he just mentioned. However, they still should be considered a bounce-back candidate for 2024. Um 82 and 80 was our record, and I realized it took a, a staggering run at the end of the season, one that none of us really were expecting. 82 and 80, Ben. But you're out of the guys he named, Blake Snell, more than likely not coming back. Josh Hader, I'd say 99% not coming back. Juan Soto, there's still a chance he doesn't come back this season. Uh, Hassan Kim, there's a chance he doesn't come back. I believe he will. And I believe Juan will be back as well. But all the chances of that, but what he doesn't go into great detail on is. Who's going to throw the baseball? And that's what we've been talking about a lot this week, last week. Probably something we're going to be talking about until we see some bodies in there. Um, I, I, based on that la- that late season run, Ben, I think it did the Padres a great disservice because with what we're running back next year, at least pitching-wise, I'm like, can we win 82 games next year? Well, I, I, I certainly think that the Padres are not going to be the number one starting pitching team next year. Unless A.J. pulls off a miracle in terms of who he signs, they'll probably take a step back. But you think they're taking a step back from 82 wins. This is where... Now, I I acknowledge that when you're in the season, all that matters is wins and losses. But this is where your expected win-loss record... You also can't expect them to go two and twelve in extra inning games next what, year. What was nine their and twenty three? Ninety three and sixty nine. So you're taking really what on paper was a ninety three win team, and you're probably making them a little bit worse. So you're going from all right, less pitching. Okay, now it's an eighty seven win on. team. Way less pitching. Way less yeah. Six pitching. wins is a big drop off. I mean, you you're taking away six wins. Now, I also will tell you, 
AJ Preller will have options that he'll bring in that you'll probably be surprised and excited about. It's the one thing he's always done every offseason. Now, you know, do they always play out the way we expect them to? But by the time the season starts, you'll look at the pitching staff and go, wow, how did he do that? He pulled that off. It looks pretty good on paper. Yeah, yeah, I I sure hope so. But, but what, what, why this year was, we know this already. This is beating a dead horse, but, why this year sucked so much is because of the really, really good pitching you got on some guys that you really weren't sure that you were going to get. To repeat that, feels like, you know, I know that, hey, we're going to regress to the mean and these guys aren't going to play this bad. We've already seen what can snowball in a season. Well, okay. so, so offensively, you feel like the Padres could actually be better next year, right? Than they were this year. Yeah, depending yeah, on the personnel. A little more clutch, but, yeah. not, not have the long stretches of, of offers with runners in scoring position. Tells you that, that offensively they should be better than the 93-win team they were last year. Pitching-wise, probably going to take a step back. How big of a step back, we're not sure. But, I mean, you could see those a, a, you know averaging out a little bit, even if it's a little bit of a drop. You know, Padre still, I would say, projected should be around ninety wins next year. That's a playoff team. God, I don't know. I just, I, feel I mean, like we'll see what the moves are made, but I don't think you're losing quite as. I mean, you don't just lose every win that Blake Snell had. It's not like he won every game. He won about half of his games that he pitched in, unfortunately, because the Padres didn't give him any run support. They're not. They're not just driving. Oh, well, there's Blake Snell. That's thirty starts. That's thirty less wins. Well, no, what that's about, not. That's not how it works. What about Lugo? What about Waka? Right. What about Nick Martinez? You're going to have to replace some people, and I anticipate the Padres will. I doubt they're going to go with two starters. They're going to have someone in those spots that you know may or may not succeed. How we're hoping, but, but the crazy thing is, is with if if there are payroll restrictions, and it sounds like there will be because they have to, as we talked about yesterday. Um, I just. There's so many other teams, Ben, that are going to be in the hunt for those same those same diamonds in the rough that you're looking for, and that's what leads to overpays. And, I, I, no, no, and, I, and, and I, get I get it. The Potters aren't in an ideal position, but if you really go at it, that they're taking a 93 win team on paper and they're trying to make tweaks to not drop that far from a 93 win team, they're in pretty good shape going if, into next but if season. You to- if you told me the same exact team is coming back, I'd say we're winning 100 games. I'd be like, oh, there's no question we're going we're gonna to exceed it by 18 Great. wins. Right. Great. But we are not bringing but, back the same team. Well, yeah, but then you're not bringing back a 100 win team then. But you don't have to bring back everyone to only win 92 games then. It's you're just you're just trying to mitigate some of the departures. So is I what think you're trying to do as far as the other teams go, he had the Reds number two. Um, like the, they've got I, a core, but the, I mean they're the, a young core. They were also negative like forty in run differential. Sure. I mean, the Mariners are the one that's interesting to me. I would have probably put them one just based on who they're bringing back in their rotation. Yeah, their rotation they, is. They were an eighty-eight win team that was projected to be a ninety-two win team right behind the Padres on expected win loss. That I can make the argument that the Mariners should be number one. I feel like. They're literally a player. I mean, away. the Reds were a projected seventy-seven win team. They're probably going up from that, but can they make up a nine, a sixteen gap from the Padres' sure. unexpected win loss? The rest of them, the rest of them make you know a lot of sense. The A's are dead last. The Royals are right there. The Rockies are there uh, towards the bottom. Uh, but the top, you know, five teams: Padres one, Reds two, Mariners three, Mets four. 
you know, see what David Stearns can do. He's going to be out there looking for help as well. The Yankees are going to be out there looking for help as well. The Red Sox, they can't have, they cannot continue to have last place finishes in Boston. You've got a lot of teams, Ben, that spent a lot of money that are also hungry to get back to the playoffs as well. We always look at it in, well, what about us? This is, we look at it in a vacuum. There's 29 other teams going to be looking for those yeah. same diamonds I mean, in the rock. And, and we know, need four of them. It's amazing how you play 162 games, and the difference is so fine. The Diamondbacks, who are now a win away from the NLCS, one win over the Diamondbacks for the Padres this year. That Soto Grand Slam that didn't get out, that died on the warning track, they would have had the exact same record Crazy. as the Diamondbacks. That, I mean, it's, it's, that's it's, it. it's fractional. It's one moment of a 162-game season separates those two teams one that's home for the offseason, the other that is still dreaming of a World Series title and is a win away from the NLCS right now. It's it's tiny. It's tiny. All right, we'll come back. I teased it. My recurring nightmare that nearly came true last night. Can't wait for this. On San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 